This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm usually the host of the show, but David, you have something else in mind. I'm here with David Witt. David, what have we got going on today? Mark, we've had over 100 episodes now. Over 100 episodes. Yep, and you've done a fantastic job, and I love working with you. Thanks. And so I came in and I told Mark this morning, we need to switch roles. I, let me be the host and you be the anchor, because there's a lot of people out there that do not know your story, Mark, and are interested. And ask me, what's what's the deal with Mark? So I think today we can answer that. Yeah. So, so Mark, I'm going to interview you, and I want you to bring out your story as being a leader to the Church at Risk. I mean, you're part of our team here, and um, I mean, I've just enjoyed our working together, collaborating, Kingdom Heart. We've had such great theological discussions, and you love the Lord, and you're a leader yourself, and you've really contributed a huge amount. So, uh, Mark, to start with— well, thanks. Yeah. Out of the gate, let's let's hear your story of, you know, how did Christ capture your heart? And then we're going to move into really even in serving the persecuted church. Okay, well, um, yeah, I've, I've been around the church since I was a little kid. So, so I've been I've been a part of the church for a long time. But, you know, kind of one thing led to another, and I found myself in Bible college. And um, I'm an instrumentalist. And so there was this gospel group that needed a bass player. And so I'm like, okay. And they're like, we'll give you a full ride to learn how to be a pastor and you get to travel the country. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> so I picked up my base yeah. and I started traveling around the country in this gospel group, being a rep- representative for what is now called Arizona Christian University. It was called Southwestern oh, yeah. Conservative Baptist Bible College back then. So I, I toured with them. I, I then, that went on to me touring with an, another group and playing professionally for a while. Well, honestly, then I got married. I had a Bible college degree. I, I graduated, you know, with a summa cum laude out of my class. And I got married and, you know, the life on the road was not quite suitable for married life. And so I dove into using my degree and being a pastor, I was a youth pastor for a number of years, worked for a, a little church kind of in the mountains here in Arizona. And then I moved down to the Valley and I, I worked for a, a large church down there as a youth pastor. And I went on to work for kind of a, a an offshoot of the Harvest Bible Chapel movement. And so I, I worked with them for for a while. And and, and I, during that time, I had to do all of my own media all the time. And when I was at the college, I picked up a lot of that. And long story short, I went into planning a church. I guess I should back up one more step. I, actually, let me get to where I got into you know, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up a job in a Christian radio station. It was a 100,000-watt a monster uh, of a Christian radio station, you know, doing fundraising for them, yeah. like all of their media outside of the actual radio. So I picked up a lot about what to do with radio, what to do with promotions. I was in charge of all their promotions. I was in charge of all the promotions that happened on air. And I, from there, started Ablaze Media on the side to kind of deal with customers who uh, needed something other than what was happening on the radio. I, I went into uh, you know, to another job, full-time job in a church. I was doing that in the church, doing the media thing on the side. And I decided I wanted to plant a church and I planted a church right in your backyard. Uh, <laughs> and um, yes, that's I, when we really get to know each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I literally lived, I mean, less than a block away from the SOM office while I was planning this mm-hmm. little church uh, down the street from the SOM office. And uh, I was there for four years. Um, I took a blaze media 
I turned it into a, you know, into kind of my halftime job to keep the church plant funded. And as I was working, honestly, you know, we could talk a lot about planting a church in your neck of the woods, but it's a very difficult place to plant a church. So <laughs> the the media company I started kind of took off. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have about 100 different companies that I work for. And the church plant I was pastoring at the time, well, it just kind of faltered. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was not doing so well. So And and there was some trouble back at home. And I, I'm like, well, home at the home church, my sending church, not at my own personal home. So I, I decided at that point, I needed to go back to my sending church for a while mm-hmm. and um, you know, kind of help out, help them through some issues that they were working with. I was a trusted voice back at the home campus and jump into a Blaze Media full time. And so here I am doing mm-hmm. a Blaze Media full time and doing things like at risk radio and and that's when I connected through that whole process I connected with Spirit of Martyrdom mm-hmm. back in those church planting days. A couple of your staff were coming to our church at the time yeah. and we just really fell in love with what you guys were doing. And we've been a part of the Spirit of Martyrdom team for I don't know, seven or eight years now. It's been a long time. Yeah, so I Mark, I again that's one of the things I just appreciate about you so much, your experience, your heart. You truly are a shepherd. You're a pastor, pastor's hard and our staff Staff connected with you, and I think that's how again our relationship really started to grow there. But then I was—I've always been amazed of how diverse you are in your skill set, what you've done, like the radio work, uh, being a youth pastor at the Arizona Christian University in the past. There, so I mean, it's been fun, and you're just so in musician. I mean, you're so diverse in all those things. I'm curious in the first half, though. Once you in our before we go to a break here, though, just comment on those seasons you talked about. Was there a particular season, or was it combined? together of how you grew the most in the maturity of your own leadership of working with the ultimately Christians by Christ non-Christians if you think about how you are marked to who you are today was there one thing that kind of rises above the rest well uh, if I'm being honest I worked for a lot of people who really invested a lot into me as far as leadership is concerned I, I learned a lot from Steve Ingram who was my he was a senior pastor of the church I served in in Litchfield Park mm-hmm. And uh, so he really invested in me and I was, I was leading, uh, I, I led a whole mission agency in addition to being a youth pastor kind of out of the church, uh, this thing that we called a uh, student missionary internship. And so I was taking kids in the mission field all the time and, and as well as doing some kind of deep discipleship with mm-hmm. those kids. So that was really where I kind of cut my teeth as far as leadership is concerned. And then uh, as I moved over to uh, what's called Canyon Bible Church, but it's offshoot of Harvest Bible Chapel, it, you know, I was in, uh, at first as a associate pastor there, I was in charge of basically running the church. Mm, <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> that's kind of the way associate pastors are. I, I just kind of made everything happen mm-hmm. uh, for the pastor. And uh, I had just dozens and dozens of people underneath me, all of the teams that make a Sunday morning work. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was really my job. Kind of in between there, when I was uh, working with the station, uh, I worked for this state little station. I mean, it was a little bit. I had a huge reach, KGCB. FM. Yeah, we used to listen to that. We used to listen to radio station all the time. Yeah, yeah and we and we were we were over in your, in your neck of the woods, even though I was mm-hmm. based out of Prescott. Anyway, all that to say, I worked with some of the most some of the most gifted people mm-hmm. in broadcasting you could have ever imagined. Uh, I was in this room of just top end professionals, and here I am as a guy a little bit green out of youth ministry, <laughs> just mm-hmm. soaking it all in. Mm-hmm. And my boss there, Carol Stensrud, she mm-hmm. really invested a lot in me as well, and she she leaned on me a lot. And still to this day, we're we're great. Mm-hmm. Friends. And so there's been a lot of uh, opportunities over the years where I've had the opportunity to have really great leaders invest in me and then entrust me with, uh, you know, with a lot of 
what was important about their about their organization. And now moving on to what I do with the Blaze Media, I, I have hundreds of people who call me mm-hmm. and entrust me with, you know, their digital marketing, with their website, mm-hmm. with, you know, various aspects of their business. And, you know, we try to be faithful with all those things. Yeah. Well, Mark, I especially appreciate, we're going to come back after the break and talk even more about, you know, the heart that you brought out in that testimony was it's the intimate relationships of people who impacted your life and then how you were able to pass that on and experience that in other ministries and now how that's grown to the global church. So let's break now and then we'll come right back and, and connect it to the rest of the global work. At Risk Radio. Every Sunday in America, over 60 million people freely walk into the doors of a church fellowship. But not everyone enjoys this kind of social freedom. Christians face harassment in 145 countries around the world. Some even give their lives today because of their faith in Jesus. Persecution is harsh. Women and children are the most vulnerable of all people groups. But be inspired that your family in Christ is boldly sharing love and hope, despite local officials doing everything they can to silence them. In fact, let me assure you that our prayers today bring them comfort and love. Thank you for standing with our persecuted family. To stay informed and to help assist, go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. This is David Witt. I'm the CEO of Spirit of Martyrdom. And today we've switched roles with Mark, who's usually a host. I'm hosting and he's anchored today. We're getting to hear his story of the Lord's impact in his life and maturing him in leadership, and now today even serving the global church in partnership with Spirit of Martyrdom International. So, Mark, you have been an amazing support of so many parts of this ministry and part of a team, too, with my wife Cindy as publications director. Uh, You guys work so well together and, again, cranking out amazing pieces for our communication, our mailing and, and so much else of our communication that we do. So, yeah, talk about the ultimate impact that that's had even spiritually to you as you grow with the Lord and even, even biblical insights. Yeah, so there's a number of things, David. I mean, first of all, we're making all of the newsletters. We obviously on a team with the folks there at SOM, Cindy and Becca and others. But wait, you know, I'm I'm physically on my computer putting the newsletters together. You're actually one one of the few I still do the all the graphic design work for myself. So <laughs> we there, greatly appreciate that. There, there you go. I feel like it, I need to pay attention to that my, myself, even though I, I run a team of people. So so I'm reading the stories. I'm looking at the picture. I'm editing the picture. Sometimes I got these guys on the phone and. You know, their their lives, they're they're infectious. You know, what I experience here as a believer is nothing like what a guy like Russell's experiencing or the kind of persecution that, uh, you know, the guys in India or the guys in Africa are are going through. So, you know, just the these guys who are really living out genuine Christian beliefs, they're they're really the real deal. When you get around those kind of people, it's challenging, it's convicting. And it's been a privilege to be around those kind of leaders for all of these very many years that we've been working with SOM. I've often said, David, I wish that every one of my customers was SOM. Uh, (laughs) I wish that, you know, just because I'm running a business, um, you know, there's some... uh, 
there's some businesses I work with that, you know, we're glad to do work for them, mm-hmm. but it's not the kind of global impact that SOM has. And so, you know, we really wish that we could have only organizations like SOM and, and to be all about the kind of work that SOM is doing. Is there any one story, Mark, that while you've worked with us all these years that really impacted you personally? Hmm. That's a good story. That's a that's a good question. Honestly, there's there's been a number. Uh, I, I guess the one that really was the most sobering was the was a story of I'm going to say his name wrong. The guy in in India was a Yalam, yeah, y- Yalam, yeah. I was going to say that and it didn't sound right coming out. The story of Yalam and that not only was he killed for his faith, we've we've seen a number of guys over the years who have given their life for the gospel, and that's always sobering when that happens. But in his case, mm-hmm. not only was he giving his life for the gospel, but he was his life was taken from him in a very violent way in front of his family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things that we fight over in the American church are just so menial in comparison to what those guys are are facing and, and the kind of the kind of faith that they have to really put it all on the line uh, for the gospel. And so uh, I think that's the one that was probably most impacting for me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Mark, again, it's been just fun to turn the mics around and and, uh, get to interview you, brother. And it's been such a sweet relationship and growing. And we're over, like we said, a a hundred episodes. I think 110 last I saw, right? Is that about right? Do you have that number? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. (laughs) We're we're working on a number. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think both of us (laughs) ever imagined, you know, that we'd continue to have this content, but God continues to bring us amazing people we're interviewing, the work around the world, like you said, the directors we work with are the most credible people who love Jesus there. It's effectual. It's genuine as you and I have experienced. And so it's fun getting them on the podcast. And so I'm going to bring us out, Mark, but thank you so much for being a, a willing victim or a participant <laughs> for me being on this side. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Well, so we want to encourage you to step out and become a better leader in the kingdom of God. At Risk Radio invites you to get involved with those who risk much for Jesus. You can get involved by subscribing to our newsletter. Our full-color newsletter comes out every month and features stories from those who are serving on the front lines of the most restricted areas of the gospel. You can sign up at atriskradio.com. You can also help the podcast by subscribing, that little button on subscribe, and then you'll know what new podcasts are coming out. Share it with friends. When you're moved, that's a way to... Be, be a representative of God's work and His kingdom and also do a review. Reviews are a big deal. If a lot of people are reviewing, actually the podcast platforms will share that with others. So please consider that in your way of participating and helping. If you have any questions, we'd love to answer those questions. You can email them to us. Uh, and if you email an audio clip of your questions, we might even play it on the air. So our contacts at atriskradio.com. Lastly, at Risk Radio and at SOM International our crowdfunded ministries. We're supported as you sign up to be monthly donors or buy books or actually it's no, we're no buying books at our bookstore. It's no, no it's donation. It's exchanging a donation <laughs> yeah. for a book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we just love for whatever God puts on your heart. So visit uh, SOM bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com or sombookstore.com. Until next time, my name is David Witt and this has been At Risk Radio. 
You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.